Hello again and welcome to Lion's Voice Ministries. This is Richard Spangler uh, coming to you again with a, with a teaching on what is a king. Uh, this is part two of that kingship teaching that we have done. Uh, and we're going to continue to look at 1 Peter 2 where it says, you know, that we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, consecrated to God for his own special purpose, that we proclaim the ecclesies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who have called us out of darkness into a marvelous light. I'm reading the Amplified. And it goes on to say that once you were not a people at all, but now God, you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This whole teaching here of a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, is uh, it's time for us to realize that, as we talked about last time, kings have responsibility. Kings have authority. Kings are supposed to lead the people. And they're supposed to defend the truth. Now, we've had examples down through history of people not defending the truth. A prime example of this is what Jesus said to this, the Pharisees in Luke chapter 11 uh, and verse 37. He begins to... Uh, he begins to um, pronounce woes over them. And starting in verse 39, he says, How do you keep, you clean the outside of a cup, but on the inside you're full of greed and wickedness? You foolish people, clean the inside also. But And then he goes on, Woe to you, Pharisees, because you give your tenth to God and do everything else for the tenth, and, and, and but you neglect justice and love. And then he goes, Woe to you, Pharisees, you sit and you want the... You love your seats in the synagogues in the respect of the people. And respectful greetings and woe to you are unmarked graves that people walk over without even knowing it. Um, he says, teach, and then he says, experts of the law, woe to you, because you load down people with burdens that they can hardly carry, and you yourself will not lift your finger to help them. And then he goes on and says, woe to you, because you have built tombs to the prophets, and it was your ancestors that killed them. Uh, because of this, the, God in his wisdom, I will send prophets and apostles, some whom they will kill and persecute. It goes on with talking about the, and he says, Woe to the, in verse 52, Woe to you experts of the law, for you have taken away the key of knowledge, and you yourself are not entering, and you hinder those who are entering. And he, he you know, he proclaims this. He proclaims these woes in this, in this text beginning with uh, uh, Luke 11, verse 37, continuing on down the chapter through verse uh, 50, um, 52. And the fact is, it comes up over and over and over again that Jesus is proclaiming that this is not the way to do things. You are doing it wrong. You need to change. You need to repent. And the fact is, he was uphold. He was, st he was the standard. He was truth. And we need to realize that we are as leaders supposed to defend the truth and you go well, how do I know what the truth is when well, our society has become so religionistic and so humanistic and so we have built a society on the sand and we know what Jesus said about the building on the sand a storm will come and it will wipe away what has been built but those who build upon the rock which is doing the word of God, which is doing what Jesus taught in the, in, 
in the in the Sermon on the Mount, when you do that, you you build on the rock. You're building on truth. You're building on revelation, and you're 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 declaring the truth of God. You're declaring what you need to be about. You're declaring that what's being done is wrong. So what what do we do? How do we get our nation and the world back on track with God? How do we get them to say yes to what God is doing? We have to explain the truth to them. We have to teach them the truth. We have to defend the truth. And that's a very powerful thing to say. We have to defend the truth. We as believers have to defend the truth. And we have to point out that there are Pharisees and Sadducees among us who are not defending the truth. They are looking for positions. They're working for authority. Whether they're in government or whether they're, they're leadership in denominational churches and in other churches, if they are not defending the truth, if they are not teaching the truth of the Bible, they are Pharisees and Sadducees and priests who no longer hold the position that God has for them. God has. God will judge them. Our job is to point them out and say, this is the truth, walk ye in it. We are to speak to them in the same way. Say, look at the truth. See the truth. See what God says. And we are to speak that to them the same way Jesus taught them in love and in humility, but with power and authority. Now, how do we do that? How do we make these changes? Well, very simply, the first thing people need to realize is that God loves them. And the second thing uh, for our nation here in the United States, people have never read the Constitution. I talked about this earlier in the Constitution of the Kingdom series. People don't even know what's in the Constitution. And the first thing to do is for you to read the U.S. Constitution, to read it and the Bill of Rights, to understand what you are to be doing. And the fact is, our leaders are doing the, some of the same things that led to the American Revolution now. They are, they are violating our own Constitution, and nobody knows because nobody knows the truth. Relativism has said, you can do anything you want. And these people are doing that very same thing. They are destroying the nation. They are not caring for the people. And therefore, they, they, have, they have lost their leadership. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. If they are, if they are looking to hold on to their power and not serve the people and not stand for truth, they are no longer leaders. They are politicians. They are bureaucrats. They are Pharisees and Sadducees. Just as much as those who were in Jesus' day were doing the same thing, looking to hold on to the position. They were making deals with the enemy. They were making deals with the Roman Empire. They were cutting deals with, the, with, the, with Herod to cover things up, to suppress things, to keep the people suppressed, to keep the people in bondage. The people did not know the truth. And Jesus says, I am the truth. I am the way. Walk with me walk with me so as we come into this time it's our time to roar like the lion of judah we are the lion of judah jesus christ you have the lamb and you have the lion jesus when he taught he roared jesus when he spoke to the pharisees and the sadducees he roared the truth at them 
but yet at the same time he had compassion and love for mankind, for the people he was he was seeing hurt, the people he was seeing abused. <coughs> Excuse me, the people he saw downtrodden. The people who didn't know any better because they were not allowed to understand the truth. They were not taught it by their own leaders. And such is the same today. We have a relativism in this country that says it's okay to swing back and forth. It's okay to make a change. It's, it's okay to, to ignore this law now and to, to enforce it later. It's okay to do selective enforcement on people. It's, it's, it's okay to, to, uh, to say one group is evil because they don't stand for what the government stands for. And it's happening. It's happening. And we have to do something about it. We have to stand up and declare the truth. We have to stand up and say enough's enough. And the way we do that in the United States is at the ballot box. But I would say to you to be sure that you make sure of the people who are who are in who are running for office. Make sure they're not just doing lip service. Look at their lives. If they're running for re-election, look at their voting record and see if they're standing for truth. See if they're standing for the biblical way, the truth that Jesus taught. And if not, then it's time to make a change. I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat. It's time to make a change. It's time to choose God's way. It's time to bring the, the nation back to its basics. And if you don't know what's in the Constitution, please, by all means, take time to read it. Take time to study it. Take time to meditate over the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and see what is going on. Have, ask God to open your eyes. That's the first thing. Ask God to open your eyes. Pray and say, Lord, show me the truth. Help me to understand. Help me to be able to walk in truth and then to speak truth. And, and you can start by taking your local elections, your elections for city council and school board, our, our co commissioners of, of, of your counties, Start there. Make changes there. You know more about those people than you know about the people in Washington. You can also do affect change in Washington. You can change the nation by looking at people, listening to them, questioning them, asking them, do what do they stand for? What do they believe? And if they can't give you a solid answer, or if they refuse to give you a solid answer, there's your clue that they're not doing the right thing. They're not following the rights. They're not following what God has commanded to be done. The idea is for us to roar. It's time for us as lions of Judas, as kings of the kingdom, to roar. We serve one king, and that king is Jesus. We serve one king, and that king is Jesus. And we are princes and we are under him and we are leaders according to Hebrews we are uh, the Hebrew tradition we are leaders we are to stand forth and speak the Hebrew word for king is one who leads a leader and a leader does cares for the people they encourage creativity they also defend the truth so we have a calling as a royal priesthood to defend the truth to encourage people 
and we're also to point to educate them in the truth as a priest would do bring them to a relationship with God but first make sure we have a relationship with God this whole idea of 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 kings and priests the king part has been left alone for so long it's been there's been a misconception that that's for for the time when Jesus comes and rules and reigns on the earth no that's a time for now it's a time for now it's a time for us to exercise the authority that God gave us and just not only pray for our leaders but to to stand up and speak out when they're wrong. That's what led to the American Revolution. People began to speak out against those things that were wrong. People began to speak about the inalienable rights of man. They they didn't get it perfect. Nobody ever does, and we have to forgive those leaders who did not do that in their time because their their wrong teaching allowed them to keep doing things that they knew were wrong. but they were in a position to change what they could change and they made a change and a great change it was there's a covenant with the United States there's a covenant that was made with the Mayflower Compact there was a covenant made here in Virginia on the beach on the shores of Virginia Beach there was a covenant when William Penn established Pennsylvania there was a covenant with God and we have dishonored that covenant over the centuries and now God is saying, it's time to come back to me. It's time to turn. It's time to get off the shifting sand of humanism and relativism. It is time to stand for righteousness. Um, I usually don't promote a book on my on my on my on my on my teachings, but I would like. To, it's not even my book. It's a it's a book called Turnaround Decrees by John and Jolene Hamill. It's available on Amazon, and it's printed by Destiny Image. I would highly recommend getting this book and reading it. Uh, it's full of decrees and ways to pray for your family, for your nation, for your children, and it's very valuable for, across the globe to take to, to look at this turnaround decrees by John J O N and Jolene J O L E N E Hamill H A M I L L. It's available on Amazon. It's turnaround decrees, and uh, I, I would highly recommend that book. But I'd also recommend read the Constitution of the United States then read the constitution of the kingdom the beatitude the whole sermon on the mount then look at your leaders and the light of the sermon on the mount in the light of the constitution and ask are they doing right and then vote accordingly we have a right to vote we don't have to go and revolt and overthrow a nation and overthrow a government to change it in our land now, for nations around the earth, you have to do the same thing. You have to look at the, 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 the Bible. You have to look at that Sermon on the Mount and say, Are my leaders doing this? Are my leaders doing what they're supposed to do? Are my leaders leading, or are they more concerned about themselves than they are the people? That's a true leader. He, he works for the good of the people a king was to protect the people a king was to do things to benefit the people that's what the word of god says that's what scripture says leaders were invested in the people they were centered on the people and sadly we don't have that 
We have more people who are Pharisees and Sadducees who are centered on themselves, who are centered on maintaining their power. And it's time to call them out. It's time to stand up. It's time for the church to roar like the line of the tribe of Judah. And if you're in a church where the leadership is bowing down to this leadership, this political leadership, agreeing with what they're telling you, and it's wrong biblically, it's time to leave that church. It's time to find a place that teaches the word of God. And I know you, you said, well, I've been there my years and years and years, and my family's been here for years and years and years. That's what the Pharisees thought. That's what the Pharisees had going. It was, it was a patriarchal hierarchy where they were in charge because their fathers were in charge and their father's fathers were in charge. And they ran it that way, and no one else could get in. They, very, they allowed very few people to rise up from the outside of their, of their elitist mentality, and that's what's taking hold today. We have elitist mentality that is not caring for the people. They're not protecting the nation. And if you have an elitist mentality in your country, if you have people that are in charge of your country that are looking out for themselves, that are doing the things that are not godly, your nation, I don't care what nation of the earth it is, you need to change it. And the amazing thing is there are dictators who are doing that. And guess what? Dictators, the first people they persecute are Christians. They are the people they go after the first, the church. And we see this beginning to happen in our own state, in the United States. The church is coming under attack. True believers are coming. Those who believe in the word of God are coming under attack. An example of this was Hitler. We know he went, he, he, he attacked the Jews, but he said, Christianity is in direct opposition to me. It's in direct opposition to our government. And we look at today, what are our government leaders saying about biblical Christianity? It's in direct opposition. It needs to be stopped. It needs to be quiet. They're telling us to be quiet because they don't want the truth to be known. Truth is a powerful weapon. And all we have to do is roar the truth. And roar it in our neighborhoods. Roar it with our neighbors. Roar it in lo the love of God. A lion roaring can affect, can affect things miles and miles away. So I'm asking you to, to, to study. To study the U.S. Constitution, those in this country. Take a look at and those in your other country. Look at your government laws and regulations. See what they say. and move with God then ask God what to do and if you're not hearing God's voice take time away to listen to be still and say God I want to hear from you most importantly say father I want to spend time with you come and be with me and God will tell you what to do God will use that time when you're listening he will use that time to tell you what to do to give you guidance every day. He'll put people in your path that you can minister to. And you have to be willing to step out and be a little bit on the bold side. So be, be a young lion of Judah. I don't care if you're a hundred, you can be a young lion of Judah. It's the heart. It's not the head. It's not the physical age. It's the heart. 
when you move out and I'm calling for people to arise with courage and boldness of a lion and be those young lions of Judah who will roar in the marketplace, who will roar in the political centers, who will roar in the churches, who will stand up and say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you now. And Lord God, we ask that you bless those who are listening to this. Lord, that you would put the heart of the Lion of Judah in them. And Lord, that they would learn that you would show them how to roar and how to affect the nations of the earth for change. Lord God, we ask that you bless them and bless them abundantly. Lord, we ask to this day, anyone who is sick, that you would heal them. Lord, you are a God of health and wholeness. And we declare health and wholeness right now for every person listening. Lord, we declare that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit. That they would hear your voice. And Lord, that their every breath that comes from you would be a breath of anointing to do the work of the ministry. Lord God, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, of course, if you'd like to get my books, as well as John and Jolene's Turnaround Decrees, you can find my books on Amazon.com as well. One is called Adventures in the Spirit, a series of prophetic vision, and the other is, is The Covenants and the Fire. Again, you have a blessed day. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.